right, guys. Big episode of the Nordies podcast. We talk about ants committing to the state of Minnesota. We talk about a lot of possible Carl Anthony Towns trades. Royce Lewis is back for the Twins. And we look at a scary Viking stat. Here we go. Here we go on the podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. Jim, how's it going? Uh, great. And you? Hey, uh, it's the end of the school year, end of my lacrosse season. Everything in my life feels a little hectic, but it's yeah. about to be. It's like the it's like the storm before the calm. Um, Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll be the eye of the storm for about three, four days. Yeah. And then the other side of the storm will come through for the rest of the summer. And then I feel good. <laughs> so we're, hey, we're almost there. We're almost there. All right. Um, how about you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Also busy, man. Kids in baseball, coaching, coming right from that. But pot is precedent, wouldn't you say? Pot is precedent? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Pot is priority. We are grinding this week, and we are making time to do this. So <laughs> It's going to be late night. Let's go. All right. Uh, hopefully, everyone have, is having a good one. And uh, you could reward us for our efforts here by giving us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribing anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. And getting the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Whew. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Jim. What are you drinking? All right, dude. I'm just drinking uh, this Flaming Moe's from Blackstack. And we yeah. agreed this was one of the tastiest Northeast IPAs we've had in a while. Uh, so I'm enjoying that. And you? I'm having Surly Jam Band Hazy IPA. And it's really good. Yeah. We're just grabbing stuff out of the fridge from leftovers because, dude, who's going to get beer? We're, we're too busy. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. This was it. We're this drinking whiskey for the screencast. We're so drinking that's whiskey where we're for at. the screencast because that's the kind of week we're having. So, yeah. all right. Um, well, let's get after it. We're going to start with basketball in the NBA. And yes, I have to do. say that usually um, Timberwolves news is bad news. Often. Oftentimes. Or like anytime there's Somebody's hope. demanding a trade that's good that we want or. Yeah. Or like. We traded all of our draft picks away for Rudy Gobert, <laughs> or just something is always going wrong. It's just is a team that has been nothing but struggle. And so the fact that we got the news this week that Anthony Edwards bought a house, a big, huge, multi-million dollar mansion in Wyzetta is great news for the Timberwolves. It doesn't mean he'll be here forever, but it means that he at least is feeling at home here in Minnesota. Yeah, I think he's. that means he's committed for his first big contract that he'll be getting. So yeah, that's I, good news, yeah. I do think that, um, I do think that we, we talk a lot about markets, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about, oh, we, big market teams and stuff like that. But the problem is, is that the, you know, the ultimate thing you could do is be the, the focal point of the Lakers or mm-hmm. the, you know, Heat or the Knicks or the you know like that's big 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 time attention. Yeah. But but behind that is being the you know the face of your own franchise in the NBA. Yeah, and I think that Ant understands that maybe the Twin Cities wouldn't be his first choice. Sure, but if he gets to be the face of one of the thirty NBA teams, that is a pretty big deal. It's a big deal. He's gonna be well paid. Uh, he is the we and the fans absolutely love him, and we do come out now like we're selling out these are the arena at this point um and yeah i mean he's a super big deal here so that's kind of fun where would you rank him in like popularity of minnesota athletes i mean 
two, one or two. Uh, I think you know JJ's up there. Yeah, Jefferson is probably one, one, and he's two. Yeah, and I don't think anyone else is close. I mean, yeah, you got um, Kaprizov. Kaprizov, like a lot of people like him, yeah. like to see him out and about. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I think Ant is. Um, I think he is going to be, and it, it might not be for the Timberwolves, right? But I think that he's going to be like one of the faces of the NBA and one of the voices on television when he's done. Yeah. For the next like 25 years. Yes, I agree. Um, because he's just so well-spoken. He's like a magnetic person. Mm-hmm. And you can see that the players in the, the league like him and his teammates like him and everybody does. I love his interviews. He always defers to, you know, somebody on the bench. Garza made three three-pointers. He's going to bring it up. You know, when he like he went off for like 40 points. He'd be like, "Yo, we couldn't have done without Garza." <laughs> it's like, "All right." It, it does feel though to I love me that. like like he stole all of Towns's thunder, but but Ant is authentic and Towns isn't. Towns um he just seems like I've known people in my personal life. You've seen people as celebrities. And he's an he's an Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to change his personality to appeal to the certain group, and then it just doesn't work. It just never. I works. think he has completely lost the the media here too. Yeah, I think he's completely lost the media. I do think at this point, it is time to move on. I I'd be fine with that. And yeah, so depending I, on what we get back because if we don't get enough back, I, you know, if he can just be healthy, um he's an asset to any team. Any team. He is a good player. I'm not trying to tell anybody that he's not good. Um but there are lots of different ideas about trades um that he could possibly be in. Yeah, I'm curious. What what so, have you been researching? A lot of people think that he could end up going to the Knicks. Okay. Um that's one of the big ones. It would be like he goes Julius to, Randle or yeah, what yeah, something like that. Like Barrett he, maybe. He goes to the Knicks and you get back like RJ Barrett, Julius Randle and a pick, you know, Obi Toppin and a pick or something. Yeah. That doesn't really appeal to me all that yeah, much. Yeah, that's it probably makes you better in the very, very short term, but I don't think those are any pieces that you're going to want for that long of term. Right. They it gives are you some assets that maybe you're flipping again, and now the, the team yeah. is still changing. It, and... it feels kind of like the Jimmy Butler trade to me. Right. Um, maybe a little better than that, but not by a lot. And right. so to me, the Knicks, I, I think, are maybe the most likely option just because they're the team that's going to push their chips in, it looks like. Okay. And... If you could get quickly and a bunch of firsts, I'd probably be more interested. Yes. But still, I, I don't know. I, I'm not feeling it with the Knicks. If, if it did happen, I wouldn't be upset because I do want to move on from Towns. Um, but I think we can do better. Okay. Um, the better, I think. Well, here's a couple of other lesser options. One of the trades is uh, Towns for Kyrie Irving. Mm, Hell no. No, no. Hell He's no. Team Cancer. Um, another one is Towns for uh, Pascal Siakam and the 13th pick in the draft. Mm, nah. I'm good. I'm good. Siakam was a flash in the pan. He's a role player now, and the 13th pick doesn't change your team. No. Usually, unless you're real lucky. So, no. Okay. Um, the other big ones uh, would be 
Jalen Brown. Now you've piqued my interest. You had my attention. Now you have Jalen Brown is is where I am starting to get very interested. Yeah, Jalen Brown struggled in the playoffs. Towns struggled in the playoffs. Right. Jalen Brown about to get a supermax. Towns got a supermax. Towns probably a little overrated. Jalen Brown probably a little overrated. <laughs> I get it. I think this is actually a very fair trade. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, I think Brown is a piece I'm more interested I think in. Brown has a higher ceiling. Towns is at his ceiling. He's a little younger. Towns has reached his ceiling. His ceiling is like he stopped trying to even be a big man. He just is a perimeter shooter now. And I, I just don't I don't think that was the right strategic career move for him. Um, and I feel like Brown plays defense. Great defender. And he can he could. Make jumps. He could make leaps that we yeah. don't even know about. Towns I, ain't doing sh- I just anything else. Keep imagining a lineup that has Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown, and uh, Jaden McDaniels. That's a shutdown D. That group is so athletic. They're big. They're physical. They're fast on the perimeter. They can switch on defense a bunch. I think that's like a super modern like set of wings. And but I'm then you have Rudy Gobert in there. That's like yeah, but I think that Rudy would. I think that's a combo that works pretty well with Rudy. Yeah, because Rudy is not well. He, he used to be a big who could switch onto all different positions. He's not that athletic anymore. Right, but he still is a good defender. And I think if you surrounded him with a bunch of other really good versatile defenders, I think our defense would be really fun. Yeah, and I I think that Rudy, as much as I don't like him, he was a lot better whenever Towns was out. He was. And whenever Towns was in, he was like, couldn't play. <laughs> and so yeah. I, one of them has to go, and I think one of them has value and one of them doesn't right now. And mm-hmm. so I think Towns has to be the one to go. All right, this is where, right. I'm, this is where I'm really interested, okay? Uh-oh. This is go. what I want, and I'm starting to have this feeling this is what's going to happen. Really? I want to trade Towns to the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Okay. Dame time? The Blazers. Or pick time? Pick time. Ooh. The Blazers want to give Dame a chance to go for it. This is such a stupid move by them. Yeah. They have some good young pieces. Anthony Simmons is one of them that keeps getting mentioned. Yeah. He's a good young point guard. I think he's a $100 million contract guard. A little undersized. Mm -hmm. He might have to go to a third team because I don't know that he fits so well with what we want to do here. But some kind of like Simmons going to a different team, um, Towns going to... Uh, you know Portland mm-hmm. and then you know some kind of forward coming to the Wolves a good player yeah and then you also get the number three pick in the draft the three pick yeah. and what it looks like is Scoot Henderson could be your number three pick because uh, well we know the number one pick the number one pick is is Wembenyama for sure yeah and then number two pick a lot of people think it's the kid the, the forward from um, Alabama because uh they already have a great point guard. So Scoot Henderson, another point guard, they don't need to match him up with Ball. Two point guards probably don't fit that well together. Okay. So a lot of people think Scoot Henderson, probably the second best guy in the draft, could be a big time At point three. guard. A lot of people comparing him to, I'm not saying this is my favorite player type, but a lot of people comparing him to uh, Derek Rose and um, Russell Westbrook. Not my favorite player type. Not, not, not always sustainable for long. Not my favorite player type, but... I, I not think get off ball. I do think he's going to be a really good player. Okay. And I think uh, could fit in. You can still mold him. I mean, yeah. he's, and I do. Hey, here's the one thing about getting a young player. 
I do think that Finch, if we keep him, is good at molding young players and yeah. developing talent. That's what I've been saying. That's been my through line for Finch. And that I might be his lifeline. I, I'm not. I'm can't. I'm struggling to come up with a guy here. Like it would be really cool if I just had a really good player in mind for this. Mm. Um, but imagine. Okay. This is this is you rough. Might need. Imagine, Can you just describe. Their I, yeah, I'm going to give you a player. I, it's probably better than this guy. It's a better fit and a better contract than this guy. But like, imagine a player like John Collins, like a good forward who obviously could start in the league. I know John yeah. Collins' contract makes him not a very attractive player, but that kind of guy, like a good, okay. solid starting um, player who could average, you know, 16 points and nine rebounds a Can game. Can play with a dude like Trey, who's yeah a little bit like So I'm Ames. imagining a player like that quality comes in this trade. Because okay. maybe Anthony Simmons and Scoot Henderson, two undersized point guards, is not the best thing to add to a team that already has Mike Connolly and wants the ball in the hands of Anthony Edwards. Yeah, and we so, like Mike Connolly. I want yeah, to keep yeah, yeah. him and we you do too. So. so I do think that like the idea would be you would you would maybe get a third team, you'd bring in uh, you know, or you'd bring in some different looking pieces. Maybe mm-hmm. you bring in um the other guard that they have, Sharp, I think is his name, and Nurkic. Okay. And you add a little depth or something I like, like Nurkic. that. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but you're gonna bring in a couple pieces and then maybe your team is built around Scoot Henderson, <laughs> Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Rudy Gobert, and then you maybe you resign Nas Reed. I like Nas. And I think like that I is, mean that's far that's that's exciting. That has me, potential. It has high ceiling. Let's yeah. go for high ceiling at this point. We should always be going for I high think ceiling that because in the NBA, unless you're the Lakers or yep. maybe the Warriors right now, or maybe the Heat, like you're kind of always going for high ceiling, especially if you're a mid market or a small market yes. team. Your only choice is to kind of swing for the fences. Yeah. Because you're not going to go into free agency and the biggest free agents are just going to be like, hey, let's go to Minnesota. Right. I mean, it would be the same thing that happened with D'Lo. Remember, D'Lo was a free agent. Minnesota wanted him desperately. Oh. And then out of nowhere, the Warriors were like, ah, fuck it. Steph's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to come sign with us? We don't really need you, and we probably will trade you to yeah. the Timberwolves who do want you really badly <laughs> for a bunch of their assets in the future. Um, and that's what happened. And that's what happened. And it's like he could have came to a team that wanted him that you know was a better fit. Yeah. But instead, he was like, ah, I'd rather be in the big market. Yeah. And so I think like it's yeah, hard. Yeah, these big markets are going great for him. Yeah, really great. All the, what he needs is more attention on how bad his game is because yeah. now he's not going to get the big contract he was probably going to get if he had yeah you know stayed here. So. So to me, I think that you have to kind of swing for the fences, and I think like this is the kind of move that you know if it comes up big, you're a contender. Mm-hmm. You know, Scoot Henderson in two years you're hoping is worth more than towns is right now right and if you're the warriors i'm sorry the the blazers you're kind of like if we're gonna keep dame lillard are we just gonna be the eight seed every year are we (laughs) aiming for the eight seed are we gonna try to go for it once and i don't think there's gonna be just an abundance of big names available i think towns is gonna be one of if not the most coveted player that's available um, you know, it's right because Kyrie might be on the on the trade block, but he's not. His values diminish so much. That, I don't like, think, I think anybody wants Kyrie. Yeah. Like you look for a team that can't sell tickets. That who that's who's going to want Kyrie. Yeah, like whoever just needs people talking about them is who he could go to. But like, mm. that's he, rough. I mean, or he's going to go to the Lakers. Maybe he's going to the Lakers. Okay, <laughs> good. Let him have him. So uh, yeah, I mean. 
to me, I think the writing is on the wall. Towns chatter is starting to go. I think Towns wants it. I think the Wolves mm-hmm. want it. I think it's just the time to move on. Yep. And there's no better time to trade a player when th- things haven't soured yet. But both parties are cool moving on, and it yeah. probably is the right time to make that move. Yeah, I won't. Uh, if he gets traded now, I won't actively cheer against him. You know, I think I'd cheer for him on some level, unless he's in our conference. But. I think I'll be indifferent to him because I have no reason to feel anything for him because he he's is never really given us, never given us, given us a, a reason yeah. to care <laughs> that much. I mean, I cared about Kevin Love more than I cared about Towns. At least we had some moments with Kevin Love. Yeah, no. I mean, there was that one season where he did he did he. He did not get MVP, no. He didn't get MVP. But he was close. He was he in was, the discussion because his numbers like, were crazy. He was going crazy. He kept hitting game-winning shots. Like I was Game-winning like, shots? I mean, yeah, but we won 15 games. No, we made the play- No, we didn't make the playoffs. No, we, we didn't We were going to make the playoffs, the playoffs and then and then uh, Rubio blew out his knee. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it looked like it, it looked like the plan was oh, actually popping off and yeah. then, they, then it just fell apart never even quickly. touched it again just no. only got worse from there yeah did you, you want to hear a great kevin love set sure kevin love has never um been to the playoffs and not made it to the finals in his entire career wow yeah that's amazing and you know it's funny like in this last series he was pulled from the lineup yeah and he's okay with it and he yeah. was like He's old. He was really, really supportive of, you know, I don't know who took over for him, but yeah, like. I mean, think about that. He has never been eliminated. He has not won every finals he's been in. Right. But he has never been eliminated before the finals in a year. And he's been to four. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Every time that he has gone to the playoffs, he's been to the finals. (laughs) That's a crazy stat. That's amazing. And it had not that much to do with him. That's just lucky. But yeah. Uh, Also, loves Banana Republic. Yeah, he does. Huge Banana Republic guy. Big Banana Republic guy. <laughs> Loves it. All right. Um, so there we go. We want we want Towns gone. I want Scoot Henderson, but I'm also cool with Jalen Brown. Okay. Either way, I'd be real. Get happy. ready for option C you hate. Did you see okay, did you see the video um before the Celtics game when Ant was at the game? Mm-mm. No, and I he didn't. was and who was he chatting up before the game? Who? Jalen Brown. Ice Spice? Oh. <laughs> He was hanging with Jalen Brown. They were laughing back. Nice. And he was wearing all Wolves gear, which I love. Yeah, and he was out there just selling the Wolves to Jalen Brown. He was saying, you know what? Fuck Cat. Let's get him out of there. Let's get you in, you and me. Let's go. (laughs) Brown had a big smile on his face. Everybody on the internet was like, Agent Ant. I love that. That's a just hidden talent, dude. Recruiting is like... That's what like LeBron is good at, and I just want you to know that the KD only way is pretty good at it the too. only way that I will watch USA basketball ever again mm. is if they make the right choice and they get Ant on the team. Oh yeah, how can he not be on the team? He has to be on the team. He's must, electric. He he's gonna look so must. good in red, white, and blue, dude. He's got to do like he, a new haircut. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. For, just to debut yeah, for the Olympics. To, to do for yes. the Olympics. Remember? Remember when um God, Vince man. Carter uh had the big afro for the olympics and he jumped over the seven foot guy yes he needs to do something like that that's so cool (laughs) yeah and you know one of my predictions coming into this last season which quite a few of them came true some of them were trash um was that ant was going to get green lit on the the kermit spinoff from uh hustle the movie He's going to star in a spinoff. What is the Kermit? He was Kermit. Did you ever watch Hustle? No. The movie was, was it Adam good? Sandler. Was it good? 
Yes. Was it was and Ant good in it? He was the, the best part in it. He was the he was electric. He was kind of like the villain, you know, like he was. Yeah, he was like the bad guy. Really? That was like really, really good and also was like, you know, playing for like a big spot on a team. And uh he was awesome. He stole the show, and I really thought they were gonna green light that Kermit. I just think sequel. that I think that um spin-off. Like the media doesn't know how to handle Ant sometimes. Like the yeah. Minnesota media is like they they don't want anyone to color out of the lines. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, they yeah. and I think like sometimes I'm not saying Ant hasn't made some mistakes because he's made some bad mistakes. We we've seen that, yeah. But I do think that he is so fun. I think he's a great teammate. I think he is a great uh, athlete. I think he'll go down as one of the great Timberwolves ever. I hope so. I think he's going to be beloved in Minnesota for a long time. Oh, I hope not. I hope not that he doesn't leave now. Yeah. But but I do think this, and I think like sometimes the media is really hard on him, and they act like he's this idiot. Like remember when they kept being like. He doesn't even like basketball. He, he doesn't oh, even yeah. remember that whole thing. When he was like just joking around, trying to have fun in yeah. a press conference, was they like, were like, he well, said I like f- football better. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Like, and then they were like, no, they shouldn't draft him. He actually likes football more. <laughs> what a villain. And I was like, what? What are we? Why are we upset about this? Oh, my God. I know. I know. They just, right. everyone is so hard on this kid. And it's just like, he is a. He's a boy. He's barely past being a teenager at yeah. this point. And he can he's maybe I think he can drink alcohol now if he wanted to. I'm not sure. <laughs> he's like twenty two, isn't he? Yeah. That's all awesome. right. Let's keep going. The finals what do you got? are coming up here. Yeah. It's the The Villains heat. versus the boring. Let's go. I mean, I think I like the nuggets on this one. I'm gonna take nuggets in six. Nuggets in six. I think I'm six. taking nuggets in Don't say five. I'm taking nuggets in four. Oh, you're taking the sweep. I think the nuggets are significantly God. better than everybody else they're, they're kicking so, everyone's ass they're kicking everyone's ass the lakers had a low seed so everyone was like well the lakers aren't even good can't believe they got rid-. the lakers were a great team who was kicking everyone's ass too they were playing unbelievable they yeah. went in and dominated the defending champions i know it went deep into the series a bit but the lakers were the better team almost the whole time davis was playing well lebron was playing well like they suddenly got a bench all their role players started like it all mm-hmm. started to go right for the lakers yeah. and they and it turns out we were better than the Lakers because we won a fucking game against the Nuggets and they, they did it. They were just hanging on for dear life. We're the second best team in the West. <laughs> <laughs> they were just hanging on for dear life that whole Nuggets series. Yeah. Um, no By one. By the transitive property, dude, which yeah. they teach in high schools. They do. We were the second best All team. All I'm telling you is that um, Jokic mm-hmm. is... He's, he's so good. He's actually an all-time great. Mm, already yeah already yeah he's he's unreal he's like he's like um a big man larry bird yeah and i don't get the thing about like well he's you know the team is boring to watch i think the team is electric i think the nuggets dude i think they're so fun i'm sorry that Jokic doesn't like I don't know what you want from him. He just think that they think he just is always like in the he... exact right position that he needs to be, and so it looks easy for him. Sorry. I like Jokic because he... he makes the exact right basketball move at every fucking single time, and he threads a pass. Like well, that's electric to me. That's awesome to watch. He is like a. Um, you ever see on South Park when the Germans made the comedy robot? No. Who was like the funniest thing on earth? Because Germans are like not funny, so they made their own comedy robot. <laughs> okay. 
that's how I feel like he is like as a basketball player. Like yeah. someone made a basketball robot that's like always does the perfect basketball move. He also not only does he make the perfect basketball move, like you right. said, but he also does it with like having to it's like he he has like a computer in his head that also right. tells him how to do it with the least movement. Do you think he could be an advanced um, alien species, <laughs> Possibly. a.k.a. the engineers from Co- Alien Covenant? You ever seen the man? Yeah. <laughs> he looks just like an engineer. I like that. Yeah. That's he, my theory. He 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 does everything with the lowest pot. Like, uh, another terrible example. It's like you go to Google Maps, and it's like you could take this road, or you could take this shortcut road. Mm-hmm. We just calculated it. Click this button, and it will go save you two minutes it's like he has that going to make it so he has to take the fewest amount of steps mm-hmm. he's putting in a guy hardly breaks a sweat and he is absolutely threading passes everywhere he somehow wins every single rebound he <laughs> lebron i think said it he was like you play great defense on him you get him late in the shot clock you do everything right yeah and then he puts the ball behind his head and shoots it from about eight feet up in the air and it goes in every time yeah like what? I know he's he's unbelievable. Um, I already think he is like moving up the charts. Do you think he's, he's better than Jimmy Butler though? <laughs> I think he's. That was a, a yeah, joke no, question you. because that's supposed to be the superstar when they're doing the graphics. They're like Jimmy Butler on this side with the flames, and then you got the Nuggets on the side with some mountains, I guess. And then you know you got Jokic, and I'm like. This is the matchup. This feels like it's going to be. And and the, I said six. You say four. I think the supporting cast he is better. Eight. Not motherfucking piss us off and upset. <laughs> we'll be so mad. I will. I really don't want the heat. I want. I want Denver. Um, plus, Denver would be good to uh, Arsenal. Oh, and KSE. Oh my. Same God. ownership group. That's that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Arsenal. Uh, no, in reality, I'm. What it comes down to for me is Florida versus Colorado. <laughs> and I can and tell we you, like Colorado. And I can tell you that is an easy choice. Yeah. I am not cheering for Florida in anything. Right. The people of Florida suck. Yeah. I'm sorry to the zero listeners we have from Florida. Fuck well, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> if actually that's so not true. We I know of listeners we have in Florida, but they know the state politics suck. And they're totally on our oh, team. Oh boy, do they! So they're going to be cool with it. Okay. Hey, how's okay. it going? Um, yeah, no, that's 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 it. And uh, Ron the Sanctimonious fucking sucks ass. So <laughs> fuck him too. Can we? I, again, we try not to divulge into politics here too much, but can we just comment quickly on his announcement? <laughs> it was just a shit show. <laughs> It was it was like a fucking radio show with Elon he Musk. He tried to just like <laughs> Elon Musk couldn't have fucking buffed it any harder. They were like, okay, uh, let's talk about some really obscure um, cryptocurrency laws that no one really knows what we're talking about. And well, this is after they spent half an hour trying to get through technical issues, and then the audio was choppy. What a mess. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. We're back. We're yeah, back. We're back. We're back. We're back. All right. Um, a couple other p- things real quickly. Uh, you have Nick Nurse going to the 76ers. Okay. We knew we'd get hit. Like you talked about these coaches. Nothing better than being a coach that's just like, oh, you got fired. You got a job you, a day later. If you win a playoff series once And you get more coach. money when you get fired and you get a new job. <laughs> they can pay you more. There's like nothing better than being one of these coaches. No coach has ever taken a pay cut. 
Yeah, no, they never do. They just absolutely rake it in. Yeah, so good for him. Um, He's a good coach. And then finally, NBA to penalize flops with technical fouls. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're they're doing this. Mostly all the Adam Silver, you know, they're going to do an in-game tournament next year, which is going to be really, really in-season fun. In-season. Yeah, in-season. Love, love, love In-season that. tournament's going to be really fun. Uh, I think in general, the play-in tournament for the, the playoffs has worked, and I think it's cool. Um, especially this year where like an eight and a seven are doing, did something that was cool. Yeah. I, I actually think that the play in is dude, the, the, the people that are in the finals in the East lost their first play in game. How mm-hmm. about that? Oh, That's I, insane. I, I really like the playing game. I actually think more sports should, should do something. So it's like pretty this. cool. So I always support any, the most of the rule changes and you know, this one is like, People are going to the line too often, and they're getting away. They're, you know, the game has changed to encourage these like a lot of the rip throughs and a lot of like the you know light contact flops and um, you know a lot of people that that are casual fans of the NBA complain about stuff like that. Yeah, uh, like people are casual fans of soccer will only talk about flopping. Like everyone's okay, flopping, flop, and no flop, one's flop, scoring. whatever, dude. Yeah, that's how. Like they don't do that in every every league where there's. You think these these are professionals? You don't think they're going to take every advantage they can get, dude? They're t- trained in this shit. So <laughs> I whatever, did, but I did there see, is flopping in the NBA, and it's annoying. I so. saw a good video from a comedian, and he said, um, he was like, people complain about soccer because they say it's too low scoring. And they're like, you should watch something high scoring like football. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you do realize 21 to 14 is just 3 to 2. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's just three it's, to two with just a bunch of made up points. You dude, there's three. games that end essentially one to zero. Yeah, seventeen you know. to seven is like two and a half to one. Yeah. <laughs> like it uh, is pretty funny to you when you think about it. Like I that. know. And honestly, brilliant marketing from the NFL just knowing their American audience. Yeah, if in soccer every goal just counted as ten and you were like, What a crazy game. I can't Thirty believe- to twenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, um, let's move on to baseball. Okay, Royce Lewis, hey, uh, one of our guy. top uh, top prospects and friend of the pod. Friend knows about the pod. Knows let's about the that. pod. Knows Talked about the pod. About the pod Hasn't before. been on. Hasn't been on yet. Talked Co- about the pod though. Now that he's a big big star, we'll see. But yeah, no, we like Royce. Should we come on. Him. We're big Royce Lewis fans. He came uh, in uh, for the first time in exactly one year to the day. One year to the day, he makes his debut back after his ACL, mm-hmm. which was devastating. Yep. And it's a home run right away. Boom. It's a, a home bomb. run. A clutch. And not only that, but later in the game, he had a really clutch like double or single even that was like RBI and then we won. So huge game for him. Been playing well. Uh, very happy for our guy Royce. Yeah. Need him. Yeah. And, you know, the Twins are fun, I think, this year. They're scrappy. Uh, they're dominating a very good Houston team right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, having a good time here. Um, how about this? Rocco Baldelli, the manager of the Twins, is ironically having twins of his own. Twins. He's expecting twins. I kind of hate that, though, to be honest with you, because the problem with that is, is that... You can't fire him Everyone's going to be like, we can't fire... We love Rocco. He has twins of his own. Yeah. He's one of us. Yeah. You he know? named him, you know, Kirby and Pants oh, or something. Oh, no. <laughs> He's going to, isn't he? No. Fuck. He absolutely will not. No, that's insane. He knows that it's these, like these you think these guys like get traded to a team and get a fucking tattoo of the team? No, they know it's temporary, dude. Nobody's committing on that level. 
but, but yeah. Minnesota fans love like a sentimental thing though. So that's how you get to stay if you're in Minnesota. You're just yeah. like I think they in vitro double to make sure. But he's he's Flip Saunders' son. Oh, that's, we can't fire him. That worked for a while. And I'm like, he's bad at yeah. his job. He couldn't have got this job with anyone else. I don't know if he's that. Oh, he's bad as a as a head coach. Yeah. He's bad. I'm but sure he's a decent like, coach. It's kind of cool when you like uh, one of the reasons to cheer for the Nuggets if you want to is um, you know Flip Saunders' son Ryan is an assistant coach. And also, Rick Adelman's son is an assistant coach, which is kind of crazy. Nepotism. It is nepotism. Yes, you, but they the must same. be some. They must have some value. Oh, Their yeah. head coach is awesome. They like, they get they get to um, they get the chances. They get the chances other, when, no. and the access to like opportunities and knowledge. Yeah, that everybody else doesn't get exactly. They just get to be around I mean, the game from a young age. My favorite is um, Arthur Smith. The coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. He is like his family started FedEx. No. And so, so he, he's like a billionaire. Already. But he's the head coach of the Falcons. That's kind of sick. So like dude. he had all this money and he was like, I'm just going to be an NFL I'm head coach. Spend all my this money <laughs> and time and get to know the right people. And yeah. Well, I hope they suck. And then he sucks. I hope. Yeah, because we don't like them anyway. No one uses FedEx. <laughs> Fuck FedEx, dude. <laughs> All right, so how about this? We're heading to football, mm. heading to the NFL. Justin Jefferson is uh, currently not attending OTA. Does this worry you? No. This is, I don't know why he would go. Okay. He is in line to get the biggest non-quarterback contract in NFL history, probably. Yeah. And it sounds like the money is not a problem. It's like injury guarantees so like if he were to sustain a very serious injury how he would be paid out and how many years he'd be paid out and things Mm. like that is where their disagreement is okay so why would he go get hurt right now so why would he go get hurt when is it when is the contract coming before the season um it will come before the season oh well then yeah i wouldn't even touch a fucking football i wouldn't i wouldn't get on a a a bird scooter no i think he at this point i would think jet ski like put it this way Quasi is not worried about this. Yeah. He's like, Justin, we're going to make you the most, the highest paid uh, non quarterback ever. And Justin's like, cool, I'm hoping to be the highest paid non quarterback ever. And now it's like they're having to like go through the fine details of how yeah. this will be paid out. So I'm not worried. People are like, oh no, this is stressful. I'm like, it's not. I'm though. so, okay. The one thing I have to say, I'm really sick of Minnesota Vikings fans and national fans, but mostly Vikings fans mm. who have gotten hurt one too many times being like, Justin Jefferson's going to ask for a trade away. Why would he want to stay? He's going to have to think about his career. And I'm like, he has the most, him. he has the most yards at this point of his career He's... than any player in the history of football. It's going well. Yeah, it's going well. He's on track to be a Hall of Famer right now. He's, and he's on track to have the most yards in the history of the NFL. The Vikings have really, really great player retention. They Why would he want to go? I mean, tons I, of player satisfaction, right? Like, number one, weren't we? I'm sure he's like every... I'm sure he's like everyone and wants to win a Super Bowl. That would be stupid to pretend he doesn't. But who is the, who are the big receivers for the Chiefs who just won the Super Bowl? They got rid of Tyreek Hill. It isn't like there's, oh, he's just one trade away from to the Chiefs from winning a Super Bowl. That's not realistic. No. That's not a thing. He is happy here. I promise you he's happy here. Things have gone 
better than he could have hoped yeah. so far. So Justin will sign. They'll sign him to a massive deal. It will be very much deserved. He is incredible. He is the face of Minnesota sports yeah. right now. I truly believe that. He invented the gritty. Did he invent I mean, it? Yeah. He did. Well, I don't give a fuck. He I made it. He made it a thing. He named it. He made it. He was doing it in college. And my my kid can't walk from the kitchen to the bathroom without grittying. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. He's he's an absolute. Bigger, he he's bigger than the Macarena, baby. <laughs> I love it. He's a superstar of all superstars. He's the best receiver in football, and yeah, I mean, I just I he's he he'll get his big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy who I don't know if they'll get the big deal is um, Daniel Hunter. Right. That's a little more up in the air on what's going to happen there. He's kind of holding out in piss too, right? But I can promise you that if there is one priority the Vikings have. From top to bottom, every person in the organization, it's making sure that Justin Jefferson is paid and happy. Everybody agrees. Everyone, on that, they all yeah. agree. Justin agrees. They all do. The yeah. whole squad agrees. Yeah. All right. Um, and then uh, also speaking of wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Cut. So is that because the Cardinals are inept, or is he? What's going on? He's way overpaid he got suspended yeah. for steroids last year right and he just hasn't been the same plus so he kyler, needs the steroids and now he can't use them anymore probably and kyler oh, no. murray is out for injured for the year no he is really yep torp his knee when was that uh late last season oh so they know they're bad they know uh, they're, they're preparing to be the worst team in the league yeah and they have their pick and the houston texans pick Holy and Houston shit. is maybe the second worst team. In the <laughs> so they're so they're looking more for like a 2026 come up. A lot of people think they're going to have the top two picks in the draft. That's insane, dude. And so Can you imagine at the, this point they're like, would why would we pay a bunch of money to an aging receiver? If if the Vikings had a horrible season last year, mm-hmm. but we were in a situation with the first and second pick, I mean, are you are you psyched on that? Like, what is it? That means you're going to be good unless you are just like the worst organization. People think right? that like this last year, obviously two years ago, the quarterbacks were terrible. And then and then um, this past year, the quarterbacks were probably okay. Yeah. So like two years in a row of pretty poor quarterback drafts. And now you get, I think it's Drake May. So like Stroud and shit, nobody's like that excited about these guys. No. Whatever, okay. They all have some big question marks. Sure. The next year, it's Drake May from UNC, and it's um, uh, Caleb Williams is the big prize. People yeah. think he's like Andrew Luck level. <laughs> so, you mean he's going to quit when he's in Yeah, his so prime. he's going to quit right, when good. he's like 29. What are you talking about? I just, I just like football. <laughs> but but um, I think people think these guys are absolutely top okay. level QB prospects. So good timing. So I think that yeah, it would be a good time for them to be like, you know what? Let's move on from Kyler Murray. He <laughs> can't stop playing video games. He's too little. All right. Um, I don't want Hopkins either. No, it's we're good. Because I mean, yeah, we drafted a. a Wide receiver, we're set. We're set. All right, uh, I do need you to pull something up for me. Okay, okay. Okay, so you had a great um, picture you sent. Oh, God. And this was a devastating stat that I wanted to talk about before we get out of here today. So I want to talk about about this correlation in, in NFL between, obviously, winning your division, which then sets you up for a great playoff spot. It means you have a great team. And the correlation between that and Super Bowl wins 
very high. Yeah. As you'd imagine, okay? So let's go down the list. We got uh, the Steelers with 24 division titles since the merger. Yep. Six Super Bowls. Okay. Awesome. It's incredible. You got the Patriots, 21, Mm -hmm. six Super Bowls. Great franchise. fucking good. San Fran. Yeah. Right? 21, five. Tons of Super Bowls from these teams. You got the boys. Them boys. Haven't won it in a long time. Irrelevant now, but they have won 21 and five Super Bowls. Great franchise. Insane. Um, And then you have the Vikings (laughs) coming next. 19 wins and, well, I guess I don't have to say how many Super Bowls we have. And then you got the Packers with fewer division wins than us. Mm -hmm. How many 16. 16. And four Super Bowls. So what does that mean, Eric? That means what is is that just like that's is it a luck? Curse. That's is a it curse. a curse? Is yeah. it a witch or a warlock? You, Which do you know? Do you think is a uh, who did this? Do you know when like there's like those like stories? Some Creole magic or like where did the magic come from? You know, whenever there's like those like blues artists and they're like he sold his soul to the devil to be able to play the shit out of the guitar. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we <laughs> right. sold our soul to the devil for some bullshit. Like a pat, for the like super a, for like just to get the Metrodome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can get the Metrodome built, but you'll never actually win a yeah, Super Bowl. That's like, how it feels, uh, and that feels bad. It's really negative. <laughs> it's it just sucks. Like what a statistical oddity that is. It really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're getting a lot of And we've of been to four, it. right? Yeah. So like, you know, maybe there's at least two and then you're not so even then you're you're behind the eight ball here. But I mean, we are going on I don't fifty years? Fuck, dude. No, 40, 40 years? Well, since the merger. We're going on like headed towards 50 years of not being to a Super Bowl. Oh, not even. Oh, not going. Yeah. That's really bad. There's 30 teams. 32. What, 32 teams, right? So yeah. d- 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 there's a math. You'd think that just if it was an even chance. And then, of course, we're really fucking good most of the time. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Um yeah, man, I, I don't know what that means, but I think it, it makes sense. When you look at Minnesota sports overall, that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay, all right. Let's keep winning the division, though, because that is still fun. Let's keep winning the division. All right, so I want to just finish up with some uh, summer preview Ooh. for soccer transfers. Oh, that's quickly. exciting. Okay. okay, some moving pieces, some reason for teams to get themselves excited or maybe get themselves worried. Um, so... The season in England, and by the way, the Premier League is set in stone, the biggest in the world at this point. The it's bat- over though. There wasn't that day where everybody. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. City won it. Yeah, yeah. But I just mean, as a league, it's so beyond everybody else. Oh, right. At this point, it's gotcha. not even close. Um, so here we go. Some big news. So we have to start in the world of Lionel Messi. Still relevant. Currently plays for PSG. Yep. Somehow, he's trying to find his way back to Barcelona, who have no money, and are always they like, won the in trouble league. They won the title, yeah. but they did get in trouble for paying referees. They got in trouble for lots of finance <laughs> things. God. They literally are a complete disaster. Somehow, he's trying to end up back there. Hmm. Um, he also could head to like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which Ronaldo did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo's about to be joined by his former teammate, Karim Benzema. Benzema's a big deal. One of the greatest players at Real Madrid ever. And he's a little older as well. He's a little older. He's looking to move there and get a big payday. I think they're offering him $100 million a year God. to play there. 
<laughs> That's so stupid. The type of money they have is so. This is like the live golf situation uh, almost. We don't talk about that. golf, but yeah, yeah, it's turning into that. Crazy. Oh, oh, oh! Did we talk about that guy last week, the semi-pro golfer? Um, I want to talk about him. Yeah, talk if you know a story. Just I wish me. I could tell, tell you his name. Um, I well, I need to look it up meh. for you. But anyways, he was a he was the club pro, and he was in the last major. This people are absolutely so pissed at me right now because <laughs> you don't know his name. Nobody knows his name yet. No, He's probably coming up. No, no, everybody knows this guy. All right. So, so the club pro at whatever golf course. No, the problem is, is that I don't know the the name of the major <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> this is what Michael happens when Block. He... That's who it was. Okay, so Michael Block was um, he was the club pro at the golf course. Played in this major. Finished fifteenth. Okay. And then everybody, Michael Jordan called him and he got invited to play in all these other tournaments. And then the PGA Tour, they posted Brooks Kepka two times on their Instagram. They posted Block eight times. Okay. And and Kepka won the tournament and Block got 15th. He was interviewed on ESPN every single day. For like, because people love a story, man. Oh, they like an he, underdog. Story. He started crying. Oh, I'm just a, I'm just a normal guy who just is. You sure guy. are, bud. Then he started getting cocky. Oh no. Then, he, then they were like, "How? You know, what if you could hit the ball as far as Rory?" He goes, "If I could hit the ball as far as Rory, I'd be one of the best golfers on earth because I have one of the best short games in the world." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, "Fuck this guy!" Everyone turned on him. No. <laughs> he went from like this darling to all golf fans being annoyed with him. Guy didn't know when to stop and just be humble. Yeah. And then, so they let him play in a tournament the very next weekend, and he finished 158th out of 158. No! (laughs) (laughs) And then that was just it. That was the end of him. Let's get him on the pod, then. Sounds like he ain't doing shit. Sure he would do the pod at this point. He's doing anything to be famous at this point. Ken Block? No, Matt Block, some shit? His name was... Oh, you already forgot. Sounds good. Michael Block. (laughs) Okay. He's he's just. I'm a big blockhead. I'm a big fan. Are you a blockhead? No, I, I hate him. I'm okay. so annoyed by all of this. Oh god, this is the kind of bullshit stories that I hate because it bubbles re- up into your feed, and you don't you don't like yeah, golf, yeah. so you're like, and stop it, taking my attention. I only I have wa- so much. I, I watched want. Sports Center, and he was being interviewed like for like the eighth day in a row, and I was like, oh my, get the fuck out yeah. of here with this. Okay, okay. The other thing, it's the same reason I don't like the Little League World Series. Don't say that because my nephew was in it. No, I know. But the problem is, is the coverage of it on ESPN. It's the same thing. They're like, oh, this kid, he's called Donut by his team because he loves donuts so much. Let's interview him. And then it's like you're watching SportsCenter at night. I just want like actual coverage. Mm. And they're like, look at this kid. He's We're going to interview him. And they're like, what's your favorite kind of donut? And then he's like, I like jelly donuts. And then like it's a huge story and it's just absolute <laughs> bullshit. Let's call him Jelly Donut. That's his new nickname. And then, and then yeah, it's just, it's just. It's not the kids. The kids are yeah. out there just grinding their asses off. It's the stupid fucking ESPN stories. Okay. They think I want like a like a Disney movie yeah. story on SportsCenter, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, I before this, I just sort of imagined the Little League World Series was for that old man on Family Guy only. Oh, <laughs> so true. And now I'm like, okay, there's so many families that care about it. It's like a deal. It's oh, like the, a thing. the games are incredible. The people the that kids go to it, though... Um, that aren't don't have like a kids kid in on it. The team creepers. Weird. Okay, okay. So 
What up? Messi. That's where we were. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That was 20 <laughs> minutes ago. All right. So Lionel Messi, <laughs> so the he, Argentinian Thunder. So he, he's trying to make his way back to Barcelona. <laughs> you might go Benzema to Saudi Arabia. is heading to Saudi Arabia. That's where we were at. Okay, okay. But I really want to talk about a couple of big transfers that could happen. So the first one, most likely, is that the best young player in the world, he's an Englishman uh, named Jude Bellingham. He mm-hmm. plays for Borussia Dortmund. Everybody wants him. Okay. Yeah. You name a team, they want him. He's going to go for over $100 million. It looks like at 19 years old, he's going to go to Real Madrid. <sighs> is the big rumor. I want him in the Premier League. It'd be sweet. Except for on City. He's from England. City's probably the second most likely team, so I'm happy he's going to Real Madrid. Okay. All right. Um, So here's a couple other big ones. Um, So if you look at your team, Liverpool, Mm -hmm. I did, I think I called it perfectly. Um, You got annoyed with me at the beginning of the year because I said, I don't know that Liverpool is going to be that good because they don't have a midfield. You're... You were right. I mean, you were right. And they did, they missed out on uh, top four. They got five. That sucks. That's just right there knocking on the door. It was because they didn't have a midfield. Oh, their God. Midfield it was hurt like, all year. Their midfield was like all like 32-year-olds. A year bunch olds. of people that they literally are releasing and not re-signing this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have to start over with their midfield. Good. And a couple of big places that they're going to go. The first one is they're going to go to Brighton who had an incredible season, finished okay. six, one spot behind Liverpool. I know, yeah. Made in European competition for the first time ever. Very cool. And they're going to sign Alexis McAllister. The, I think that's his name. It's McAllister. From Brighton? Sure. From Brighton. He's an Argentinian midfielder, young guy. He's going to be the biggest signing for Liverpool this year. And you're sure? Confident this is, is going to happen. Okay. I mean, I'm not for sure. Someone so can this jump is, in. Yeah, this is deep Twitter stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, is, yeah. But this is like... A lot of people think this is pretty far along okay. all the way. That'd we, be great. Their coach has already said he's going to leave. We know Liverpool really wants so, him. So, like, what 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 player specifically would he take their job? So I um, understand it a little bit better. He's going to take the job of... Mm. He's going to play a, a similar... Fabinho? Or no, that's more no, of a defense. Not yeah, as defensive a... as Fabinho. Um, he's going to play the role that, like, ah. Thiago plays oh. a lot. Or like Nabi Keita played a okay. lot, like that role, kind of like not the deepest midfielder, but the second deepest midfielder. Got it. Kind of like plays offense and defense kind of guy. Helpful. He'll be really good for them. They're also looking at this guy, um, Thurum uh, and Kone, uh, two young French midfielders that are kind of like rising uh, right now. They're a little risky because they've never played. Why mid- are they a package deal? Are they like creepy, like Siamese cats <laughs> or some shit? Like, you, no. You need one with all the other. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck? No, I, I just think that they are are looking at one or both of them. Okay. Um, so they're two young French um, midfielders that are kind of going to play a little more defensive. Um, so I think a package of McAllister and then one of those two is probably pretty likely. Could help a little bit. And I think they're just trying to reset that midfield. Does that mean they're going to contend next year? Probably not. Mm. It actually probably um, starts them over a little bit. Yeah. Well, good. They'll be good. They'll still be a good team because they are. It's been a fun run, but they need to reset. It's it's at this and point, it's time that they, they either need to reset. Well, they need to reset for sure the roster, maybe the manager. We'll see what happens next year. So I think those are um, a couple of the the big ones for Liverpool. Okay. Um, when it comes to Manchester United, they're going to look for probably a new striker. Um, yeah. So a lot of names have been thrown around. Uh, uh, Goncalo Ramos, a 
Portuguese striker from Benfica okay. um, is probably a name that you might see linked there. Some people are like, he's the next Ronaldo. He's not. He's okay. like going to be okay. And he's Portuguese. <laughs> and because he's Portuguese, they're comparing him to Ronaldo. Sure. But he, he's a, a name I think you could see. Um, another one is Chelsea's Mason Mount. Is, mm. Could be headed to Manchester United. Okay. Midfielder, English midfielder. He didn't play much this good, year. Pretty good. Could head there. That's the, Chelsea was a mess, so who knows how good he really yeah, was. Yeah, that's the big rumor. Spurs, they're <laughs> sniffing around in the bargain bin. Oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to bring in, like, James Ward-Prowse. I, well, obviously, you're going to say these names, and they're for sure not going to ring a bell it's because they're already exciting. bargain bin. Yeah, 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 bargain bin. They're like shopping bargain bin here. Okay. Okay, um, a couple other uh, teams to look out for here. Um, obviously... You should be looking out for Newcastle, right? Mm, New kids yeah. on the block, finished Fucking, in fourth place, finished ahead of Liverpool. I know. Um, By a few, like like six points ahead. Yeah. So they are the richest team in the world. That's insane. They're the say richest that. ownership group in the world by a lot. Yeah. By a lot. And they're coming up and it's working and it yeah. sucks. Um, they want Joe Felix, who is mm. from Atletico Madrid. He was on loan at Chelsea last year. Didn't really pop off there. Um, Liverpool wants him. He was a huge talent. He's one of the most uh, expensive young transfers ever. Uh, kind of missed. It mm-hmm. hasn't hit yet, but he's still full of potential. Um, so that's a guy you could look for there. They've also been sniffing around a lot of midfielders. They want James Madison, who's an English England international from Leicester, who just got booted, by the way. Yeah, Leicester. our fifth president as well. Yeah, James Madison. Um, Arsenal, my favorite team, mm-hmm. also trying to reboot their midfield. But they seem to be playing with money a little bit more than Liverpool is right now. Okay. They obviously have the Champions League money. Also, Stan Kroenke, um, complain about him all you want. I have complained about him in the past. But when he, when they get it right, um, he likes to push the chips in. He's kind of like stingy, stingy, stingy. We have the right pieces in place. Push the money in. It's because he has like eight teams. Yeah, he So he's like, okay, well, this team is a chance. I'm not worried about that team right now. He kind of like, when your team, when, he, when they get it right, he's a pretty good owner to have. But it can feel frustrating when they're searching for the right answer sometimes. Yeah. So they want Declan Rice, okay? So he's okay. a, this would be the biggest signing in the history of Arsenal. He's a West Ham's captain, England international defensive midfielder. West Ham killing it. Yeah, so it's like a, really well. So it's like a hundred million uh, pounds is yeah. what it would cost. So a lot Shit. of money to get him. Um, they also want uh, Brighton's other midfielder, uh, Moises Casado, is the other guy that they want. So these are just some names to be looking out for as we head into uh, the summer. An exciting Chelsea time for you. is going to try to buy everyone. Yeah, somehow because they they love to spend, spend, spend. They've spent more than anybody else. The big uh, things for them is they. And where did they finish? They finished in 12th place. Ouch. <laughs> Someone said that they That's spent, not a billion dollars worth. They spent nine, like something like nine million pounds per point that they got or something mm. like that. It might be worse than that. It was something just devastating. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they want uh, Victor Osman, the big striker from Napoli. Okay. It's kind of the guy that they want. So it is an arms race at this point in the Premier League. Yeah. I think that's the best. It's, it they, is fun. The like top players come, but it sucks when they go to the wrong team. The problem is, is that, <laughs> that the rest of the league doesn't have any, or the rest of the leagues don't have any money anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Munich, Bayern Munich, PSG, and Barcelona sort of, and Real Madrid have money, and nobody else does other than England. And like the 16th biggest team in England is going to spend more money than like the third best team in a lot of these other leagues. Mm. Everyone in England has money now. 
the whole league does. It's rich. The only team I didn't mention was City. And that's because they... They're so stacked. I mean, what... They're stacked. They're going to come in and they're going to buy some world-class player. They've been pretty quiet so far. Um, so I don't know exactly where they're headed. If I had to pick a guy for them, I think it's going to be Josko Gvardiol, the superstar center back, uh, Croatian center back from Red Bull Leipzig. So okay. that's my best guess for you. Eric, it's insane that this whole time you've made eye contact with me and you haven't had notes in front of you. I know. You're a fucking beast. That was all just <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, hey, that was some super nerdy soccer talk. So I know the the people who stuck through that, like, thanks. They're that's the great. real ones. They're dude. the real ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. We will be back with you guys with another episode this week. We are, we are tired. We are... Uh, we are really going at it in We're life. Fatigued. We're fatigued, but we are going to be back with another great episode. Because guess what? It's Wick Watch. It is. It's weeks of Wick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last week of Wick. La- I know. So we are going to be talking John Wick. We have all kinds of shows to talk to you guys about. So until then, thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast.